Another edition of the Behind the You podcast. I thought we only talked at football games, Dr. Lee Kaplan, Chief of Sports Medicine at U Health. Good to see you on the other end of this computer. Uh, nice to see you. Absolutely. So we really want to talk about a lot of what is offered to student athletes at the University of Miami and really the community at large. But for this podcast, the student athletes at the University of Miami, Dr. Kaplan, we've spoken about it so many different times at different games over the years. And there's something very new and innovative that you guys have kind of created a back to play methodology, which we'll get to in a second. But I do think that, you know, it's this time of year, right? Their coaches are on the road, this thing called the portal. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. That is open. I don't know if you guys have any uh, procedural <laughs> processes for that. But really what it gets down to is at some point, someone's going to make a decision to come play at the University of Miami. And yes, they will have their coaches and they will have their teachers and they'll have their strength and conditioning people. And then they will have their care, which is led by you. And I think we just need to start with, and I think we saw two examples of it this year, Dr. Kaplan, at least with Emery Williams and Cam Kitchens, two different injuries, the type of care and the pride in the care you provide leading the way for you health. Yeah. Look, one of the things that I've spoke to coach about and that I've really had a lot of thought around is that, you know, football players in particular, but really all our student athletes, especially the ones that um, have the opportunity to be professionals, want to participate at the highest level. They want to be developed at the highest level. When they're recruited, they're being told how many players we've had at the University of Miami. They've gone to play in the National Football League, National Basketball Association, WNBA, et cetera. And with, you know, coach team, professional track athletes. So in saying that, that's one attraction, right? And they're recruiting them because they think they can be good. So it's it's bi-directional. Secondly, we're telling them, hey, look, if you come to the University of Miami, we're going to put you in classrooms that have 15 to 20 people. They're not going to be too large. You're going to have excellent academic progress. We're going to give you all the resources necessary, and you're going to graduate with a degree. So the players are happy. Their families are happy. But I, I think there's a third part of that tripod. I really do, which is that especially playing football, which is a sport known for injuries, that you leave here in as healthy a fashion as possible. That when you leave here and go to the NFL Combine, everybody says, hey, they took really good care of you at the University of Miami. And, and to do that, they have to be able not only to have really good treatment in the training room, initially triage, et cetera, some of which you saw this year, but that our teams and processes are really ready to go and moving forward from doing that. And in saying that and doing that and moving those teams forward, um, that's a whole process, right? It's a process from our initially knowing the players, right? So we do uh, physicals with them and examinations with them when they first come in. We get information when they're getting recruited. Um, if they've had any prior injuries, we wanna make sure they get back to health. We wanna make sure that they've had the level of care uh, let's say on the physical therapy standpoint that they're going to necessitate to optimize their post-surgical condition or post-injury condition, and then get them to play at this level, which is no matter where you played in high school, this is better, right? To play this level. And so, and then we're trying to get them to play potentially at another level, which would be the National Football League. So to do that, we need to build in those processes and we need to be comfortable and I've always seen great pride in being able to talk to the families when they come down for surgery and afterwards to say, look, this is what's going on. Uh, we have your son or daughter's best interest in mind, and we're going to move forward. And this is what we're going to do. And to do that and to complete that team, it really takes a lot of people. It's a very thoughtful process at the highest levels between the athletic department and the administration in terms of 
what resources we have and how to allocate them. And, you know, I'm involved in all those discussions. We have really, you know, I'm being interviewed now at the Lenar Foundation Medical Center, which is unbelievable. I just gave a tour to a health tech professional who was a physical therapist in France. And just amazed at this facility and looking outside and seeing how close the practice field is. I mean, it's literally 20 feet, right? I mean, and so even I could throw a ball on the practice field. So we have the resources available. And if somebody gets hurt, we can take care of them. Imagine a bank that cares about you, one that sees their customers as part of a team with a common goal to achieve their dreams. Well, imagine that. There is one. We're Amarant. We're ready to help you wherever you are in life and just as importantly, wherever you want to go. Amarant, official hometown bank of the University of Miami Hurricanes, member FDIC. You mentioned communication with the parents. And I would imagine having that conversation, looking someone in the eye, as I am a parent, as you are a parent, knowing the type of injuries that can occur in football or really any sports, right? But being able to offer that sense of calm and relief that they are in good hands and that their son or daughter, right, is going to be okay. That that is over and above what level of sport they get to. When you come into play, Dr. Kaplan, that they know their baby boy or baby girl is going to be okay. That's a massive priority. Yeah, I mean, the the reality is, and I, I laugh about it at the beginning of every week when people tell me they saw me on the sidelines. I mean, if you're a fan of the University of Miami, the last thing you want to see is is my face running onto the field, right? And so um, oftentimes the first introduction to the family is them seeing me with their son, let's say, in football on the field, right? And so uh, and going through that process and, and more and more we're meeting parents during recruiting, which is helpful. But, and I, you know, I give Vinny Scavo all the credit in the world for setting those meetings up. But in terms of as things progress through, I think it comes down to a couple of things. Number one, uh, we have incredible resources home and on the road, right? So you mentioned one of the injuries that happened at Florida State, if people were watching, we know Bill Thompson, the team doctor at Florida State for, I don't know. 20 something 20 plus years let me interject here for one second only because we see each other every game we do our little thing but obviously there's plenty of time we interact when we're not doing our halftime conversation and you seem to always mention to me and sometimes for me i don't i mean i understand it but i don't always get it you always mention to me knowing the other team doctors knowing the protocols on site understanding those things and they don't always come into play but in this situation of emory williams the fact that they were known and were in play and did have those relationships when that situation comes up allows you to care at the highest of levels. Yeah, look, the reality is that those players on the teams have a, a lot of feelings towards the other teams, right? Mine are actually the opposite. First of all, I've been doing this for quite some time. So oftentimes we know, sometimes you mentioned the portal players on the other team I've taken care of, taking care of so many kids in Miami as high school players. So you know, we know them. It's great when they come over and say hello or thank you, which happens often. The team physicians and the team trainers are very well aligned. Our job, and although we're some of the biggest homers out there, our job, <laughs> is, my job is to make sure 11 players stand up at the end of every play. It's that simple. And so if something goes down and, you know, years ago it happened at our field with a University of Pittsburgh player on several occasions, we, we just make sure that our resources are available to them as well. And so on the road, 
Um, we have an incredible conference. I mean, the ACC, in terms of medical care, is second to none, and, and I would include any in that. We have world-class trauma here at the University of Miami in our relationship with Jackson Memorial Hospital that are University of Miami physicians. We have the University of Miami Hospital. And then if you look through the entire, you know, I'm going to leave somebody out, but Carolina, Duke, Virginia, in Boston, we have Mass General and the Harvard system, right? So, I mean, that's the level that we're playing at. The docs at NC State, a super experience. Wake Forest, outstanding medical center. So, and I mentioned Florida State. So when you look through our conference and then, you know, I get the question, well, how's it going to affect things if we go all the way to California? I have no problem. I know the people at UCSF, which take care of Cal Berkeley and the Stanford docs are, are good friends and uh, love coming into our conference. And then, you know, in Dallas, we, we know those people too. And, and obviously their coach was here with us. So the reason I bring that up is it's critical home and on the road that we have that level of care. In fact, Vinny and I were talking uh, and Adam and I were talking, Adam Bennett, the head trainer at the University of Miami football, who's outstanding, came in this year, has done a really great job. We were already talking about what to do in terms of if anybody gets injured in New York, what hospitals are there and who do we know and how do we do those things? So that's all really great. And so in, in looking through all of that, it's very important that we have that level of care. And then, you know, a lot of this is a pro quo, right? You know that if you get hurt at Miami, we're involved. We'll go visit the other athletes in the hospital, everything else. But getting back to our people, it's not just me. Um, you know, we have 1,600 plus doctors at the University of Miami. We have just in my department, everything from orthopedic oncology to spine. You mentioned Dr. Eisman in your broadcast last week. I mean, he's taken care of athletes here for 40 years. You have outstanding hands. We've used Dr. Dodds, Dr. Owens multiple times. Yeah, um, I'm on their checklist too. <laughs> yeah, my family too, right? So, you know, it really is. We want student athletes to be taken care of like our family. And they are because our families are taken care of by them. Um, and then in our team, we have the non-operative physicians. Many people recognize Dr. Henry from his work with the University of Miami basketball program. Dr. Paul to from the University of Miami baseball and now football, Dr. Best from all our programs, specifically football. So in putting these out there, that's really, really helped us. Change the trajectory of your career or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit miami.edu slash DCIE to learn more or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. So back to play. So that's sort of like the backdrop, right? Yeah. And so none of that matters, right? Like... It all matters, but it doesn't. And what I mean by that is at the end, the athletes want to know, am I going to be all right? Is my son or daughter going to be all right? And the parents' outlook is, are they going to be okay for the next 50 years? Right. The athlete wants to get back on the field. Everybody wants to know, when can I go? Right. And exactly. And, you know, I'm going to use an athlete from another team as an example because with FSU not making the, the CFP, you know, I said immediately to Nate, Jordan Travis is going to feel badly. And that kid did nothing wrong. And what does he do? He texts out, I'm sorry. So they not only have ownership 
to themselves and to their families, but they they know how important they are to their teams. So to me, the real fun of this, the real pride I take in it and my whole team takes is when we see them back playing at the level that is where they were, if not optimized. And many times we have the opportunity to take the time, let's say they hurt their arm or their ankle or their knee to get everything else better, right? In baseball, I fix the elbow, but are their shoulder, their torso, is everything else stronger? So when you go back, you're better. And some of that depends on what they're when they're injured. I mean, if you're a freshman and you just get here and you're injured versus your experienced player, your actual physical growth is going to be significant. So the back to play. So we have a great team on that. Number one, we've worked for a long time with Louis Fagenbaum. He helped open our physical therapy centers before going over to athletics. We work on the most up-to-date evidence-based care pathways and, and protocols, specifically for physical therapy, to make sure that they are getting better and get them moving right away. We have all the bells and whistles possible, including the Alter G machine, the multiple opportunities in the weight room, the, you know, the underwater pool and treadmills and all these things. But most importantly, we have the people, you know, Joe is our physical therapist who runs football. Uh, he does an outstanding job. The guys push him as much as vice versa, you know, thinking of Samson and, and how hard he works as one of our examples, you know, every day is, all right, Joe, why am I doing this? What am I doing? And, and really pushing forward. And that's what you want. So I think part of this is a real collaboration and an understanding by the athletes that, look, it's you. We're going to get everything right in turn, put, put all the pieces back for Humpty Dumpty. But once that's done, you're a partner in this, right? You're not sitting back. And that's hard for some people. You know, we've had some really well-known athletes here with long NFL careers that, you know, couldn't quite, you know, so much of their personality is caught up in being able to play it's part of my job to fill that vacuum if they can't. And that's with physical therapy, the weight room. The first question I always ask about academics, right? Making sure that they're on target, making sure academics knows. And one of the things you bring up Emory is that, and I know Don brought it up on the, on the radio show is that, you know, Jessica was already meeting with him, uh, our academic specialist on the plane back or the family and thinking through, okay, what, what's going to happen? What do we need to do? What do we need to tell the professors? So when I say we're the third part of that triad, I mean, we're very integral to their future performance. And we're also integral to making sure they get back and understand the importance of the educational piece. So we're doing some really cool stuff. We have uh, great collaboration with kinesiology on our lower extremity ACL stuff. And we're working on the throwing mechanics stuff as well. But we're looking at what their neurologic function is, what their strength is, what their balance is, what their response times are, all to give us a collaborative and, and really integral look into how they're doing. Not just, okay, does one leg look as big as the other leg? In moving beyond that, our physical therapy department has for years done um, the CHAMP test where they're looking at cutting ability and speed and quickness through three-dimensional kind of ways to make sure that they're in a position that can kind of move forward. I'm John Davis, Secretary of the Florida Lottery, and I'm proud to lead an agency that is creating brighter futures for Florida students, families, and communities. As the primary funding source of the Bright Future Scholarship Program, the lottery has helped nearly one million students reach their dream of a post-secondary education. 
and we will continue to do our part to ensure that every student across this state is aware of these opportunities and has the resources needed to succeed. Because together, we can build a brighter future for all. You'll explain it better than me, but in this back-to-play protocol, right, there are things you can literally test and, I guess, score, for lack of a better route, so that you have a very clear understanding of actually probably as much as you need to know you just mentioned the athlete being a partner so they can understand they're competitive by nature they understand numbers explain this right that there's some from what i'm gathering a some kind of scoring system that you can really kind of be very data present so that everyone is very interconnected yeah you know and some people get lost in the data but that's how it's presented more than the data itself and and so we've developed dashboards and so forth they look at that inclusive of looking at what their you know, kind of psychological readiness score, as it's called. So there are validated questionnaires that look at whether somebody's psychologically ready to come back, right? What are they about? And that's been very interesting because the more competitive they are, the more frustrated they are. So we try to use that data, but distill it into a, into a way that works. And what's really interesting is most of the time, if you try to simplify it too much, the athletes don't want that. They want to know you know, all right, tell me more, how far off am I? And so it does, we're able to introduce that as a little bit gamification and competitiveness within how their progress is going. It's funny, you said that uh, Eric Renahan, who's on the sports science side, uh, he was on the podcast and he mentioned to me that Corey Flagg would have been one of the guys that once they get a little taste of what it is that he is doing from that standpoint, right? More and more people start showing up at his door. And I would imagine on the kinesiology side, the rehab side, the physical training side, the more they understand it, probably the greater engagement you can get to get them back to where they want to go. Absolutely. And I mean, he's got all the toys, you know, in terms, <laughs> of, in terms of everything from whoop to multiple different remote monitoring. And I think that that's very good. And their work is teaching us on the autonomic nervous system. I mean, you know, I, I've, after we have training room, Adam does the injury list and he and I go up and speak to coach Cristobal and coach Cristobal is incredibly well-versed in terms of, you know, or how are they, I mean, he obviously looking at the tape, but how were we doing in terms of recovery? How are we doing in terms of basically how fresh are the athletes the day they play? And if you think about it, it's, it's just so, so much beyond. I mean, there was once a study at the university of Florida that showed you go out on Thursday night, you're not as productive as Saturday as well. It's kind of like, yeah, we could figure that, but we have incredible data showing that and now looking at it and what, what most people understand, there, there's this little bit of a rub, right? I mean, you're talking to 18 and 22 year old college kids who are in college. And when I say that people think, oh, well, whatever, you know, a party or this and that, that that's not it at all. It's, they have class, they have exams, they have you know, all the things they have to do around sports, it's a very, very intense day and week. And so we need to have a good understanding of, okay, where does the injury fit in and what's that kind of taken out of them? When you think of great football and baseball, you think about the you. When you get hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck, you need to think Lebovic Law Group. At Lebovic Law Group, you come first. We work to get you all the money you are entitled to. Injured? You need to call or click Lebovic. Lebovic Law Group, the exclusive sponsor of the Miami Hurricanes and proud sponsor of all things you. Go you! You just mentioned something, which is I think people 
myself probably included. And a lot of times when I talk to players who have had injuries, I ask them to explain it, which is they get hurt, they come back, right? There's a start and the finish, but in between the work <laughs> that they do, that's not fun. It's sometimes painful, sometimes frustrating, and nobody really ever sees it except for you guys. Yeah, you know, and you can tell how bought in they are. And I will tell you that it's one of the early things to remember and to teach people is it's not constantly going up, right? It's not a rocket ship. It's very stepwise. And sometimes you take a step back. I mean, sometimes you work so hard, you get some tendonitis or something like that. And so it's really a constant communication and a constant really partnership with the athlete that's her to make sure that they can get back to where they want to be. And if you listen to them, they will give you incredible information. And, and I think that's very important. And you brought up, you know, 15 minutes ago, we we're talking about the families. You know, often we'll talk to the families, especially when the players tell us they want us to. And that's been interesting because there are times where the parents will say, hey, you got to do a little more. Or just so you know, he's also going to the gym afterwards. And you're like, hey, that's a little, that's a little too much. Yeah. And then the other thing too, though, is as you said, their desire, right? Mostly to get back and play. That's what they do. That's what they want to do. But you and your team and all the people you mentioned sort of being in the, the professional positions you are, right? To ensure that part of this back to play is, hey, look, I could put you back now, but I'm really, that's really not the right thing because that could cause more harm than good. And sometimes patience is the best play. Yeah. And that's, done by medical judgment. It's also done by conversations with the players. I've been really fortunate, right? I mean, <laughs> this is my fifth football coach in 16 years. I can tell you there's not one person at the entire University of Miami that's ever said, hey, play this guy. That's never been an issue. The issue is usually what are the risks, making sure everybody understands those. And then players want to perform, right? So that little bit of you know, hesitancy of, I really want to go, but, and you got to listen sometimes for like, I, they, and, and sometimes I just have to make the decision. Listen, you, you're just not ready. You're done today. Join us at Gulfstream Park this spring with live action Thursday through Sunday. Enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or feast in 10 Palms. Not hungry? Visit our many on-site shopping locations from fashion stores to home furnishings. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com. So the Miami score is a real thing, right? The back-to-play is a real thing, and that people need to know at the end of all this, Dr. Kaplan, that this is all being done with the best interests of current student-athletes. And if anyone's considering <laughs> joining the family, that this is all put in place for them to ultimately, if there were an injury, that when they're back, they are back and operating at the highest, if not higher levels than prior. Yeah, look, and, you know, we were joking about it before, and I'm sure during this 20 minutes, you know, 20 people went into the portal and out. So the game of how you, of player acquisition, as they call it in the league, is much different now than it was. And I think there are things to say about that. I mean, I think the one thing that jumps out is it's important for us to get to know those players, especially when they come in from another institution to make sure they are fit and ready to go. And so from our perspective, I think the relationships are important in giving the highest level of care. And I, I am very comfortable to say that if you come to the University of Miami, we'll have your best health interest in mind. And when it's time for you to go get evaluated in a physical for a free agent contract, for a physical to, to get drafted, that people will know that you were well taken care of. All right, Dr. Kevin, by the way, as we close here, 
typically we talk about milkshakes, but over your right shoulder, is that a, I think it looks like some kind of K cup coffee dispenser. <laughs> That's really how you get through the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm well past the milkshake. Time. <laughs> All right, Dr. Kaplan, chief of sports medicine, you health. Thanks for coming. Always great seeing, always great talking, always great learning. And uh, the back to play Miami score, just a piece of your puzzle that is part of the, uh, as you said, the, the, the triad of, of, of sort of structures that are in place for student athletes at the University of Miami. Take care. Thanks for having me. All right. Thanks, Doc.